listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Is risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And Let's give it up for our sister Faith. Waited on the Lord to hear His gentle voice For guidance and direction where to go I opened up my heart to know the perfect will of God His will is all I need, His perfect will I spent so many hours in the presence of the Lord. I come down and began to hear His voice. The lovely voice of God, the perfect voice revealing. Mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice compares. Oh no, it's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard. The lovely voice of God. Spirit entered into. Speak to me. The words he spoke to me, they were spirit, they were life. The visions and dreams, oh, how they turned my life around and brought direction for my ministry. As I rose up from my knees, there was a mantle now on me. I have found grace for mighty works, and I will never, never be the same. The lovely voice of God, the perfect voice revealing. Mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice compares. Oh no, it's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard. The lovely voice of God. The lovely voice. 
epic voice revealing the mysteries of the will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice than pass so known. It's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard. The lovely voice of God, mm-hmm. the lovely voice of God. Okay, let us pray. Good to see you too. Good to see you too. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your beautiful presence and the beautiful opportunity we have to hear your word, Lord. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done amongst us. Thank you for the blessing of fellowship and hearing your word, Lord. Speak to us, bless us, teach us, Lord. Encourage us and strengthen us as we hear your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Take your seats. Yes. Are you good to be here? Check your neighbor if you recognize your neighbor. If you don't recognize a person, ask the person that, who are you? Make sure you can identify the person sitting next to you first. I mean, can you identify the person? Do you recognize the person? Everybody is known. Beautiful. Is there somebody next to you that you can't recognize? You have to ask the person questions. That who are you? Are you are you a spy? To us. The masks are interesting, isn't it? It's really interesting. I can, I can, um, I can recognize the person next to Seamus because it's Seamus. (laughs) So I'm using other parameters to check who is who. Okay, Janine was here last Wednesday, so it's the same girl person. But I can't tell who is this one. Ah, two news, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's not bad. I can see people. Ah, faith, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know who you are now. Yeah, beautiful. Um, last week we started talking about what? Endurance. Do you remember we talked about Endurance. How many of you were blessed? Okay, first, how many of you were here last week? And how come the same people are here again? No problem. You wanted to come, so you are here, isn't it? Yes. You are here because you wanted to come. So no problem. It's a blessing to have you here. But I thought it was a different set of people, but it's the same set. It's the same. How many people were here last week? Lift up your hand. Same. 
Evidence don't lie, isn't it? That's it. So, um, let's talk about endurance. Do you remember the scriptures that we read last week? Can we quickly go through the scriptures? Who is doing scriptures today? Is there anybody there to give me verses? There's nobody there. Ah, you're there. Okay, you're there. Who is it? Let me see. Who is it again? Stand up again. Okay, it's you. All right. (laughs) All right, so let's start. Matthew 24, Matthew 24, Matthew 24, verse 13, isn't it? Verse 13. Quick, quick, quick. It says that when Jesus, Matthew, is it 14, 13 or 24, 13? 24. 24. But by he he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. He that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Mark 13 and verse 13. Is that it? Mark 13, 13. It says that, and you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Okay, next one is Romans chapter 5. That one I'd like to read from verse 1. Romans 5 from verse 1. It was NLT. Okay, then give us NLT. I hear it was NLT. It says that, therefore, since we have, we have, we have, been made right in God's sight by faith. Um, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Verse 2. Why does the screen keep going blank before the verse comes? Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward look forward to sharing God's glory verse 3 we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials I mean if you know that it's not natural to rejoice when you run into troubles and trials what occurs to you is not to rejoice but the Bible is saying that we can rejoice we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know that they help us develop endurance. They help us and develop endurance and we need endurance when there are problems and trials. You need stamina. You need strength. You need perseverance. You need to have it as a Christian. As a Christian. Do you understand? As a Christian. Don't be softy, softy Christians. Because I'm telling you, today, forget it, I'll show you another person that when they see us in heaven, they'll laugh at us. Daniel, not as some of us. Daniel is waiting to laugh. Shadrach is waiting to laugh. Meshach is waiting. Um, Abednego, they're all there. They're saying, look at these people. Look at these people. They've not been thrown into fire. Just small COVID. When I say small COVID, you understand? It's like just a little change. That you don't go to church to see your bishop's face, your pastor's face, and it's as if you are throwing your faith out of the window. It will be, it will be unfortunate. It will, it will be unfortunate. I don't want to get to heaven and God will ask me that. What messages were you preaching that the people can't stand on their own? They can't stand as Christians. Like they, have to, they have to meet you. They have to meet you 
at Oval before they can be Christians. Walter, what messages were you preaching? That's why I'm sharing on endurance because tough times will come. There will be tough times. This is not going to be the last. There will be more. There will be more that will not be a pandemic. It will even be in other ways. Your personal life. Your personal life, personal issues. How many of you have seen problems before in your life? Yes. Look. Yes. They will be coming. Issues. Sometimes, you see, sometimes like everybody knows that there's a problem. But sometimes it's not for everybody. It's just you. When we even see each nobody knows why you are not smiling. It's like, oh, we are all happy. We are dancing. We are jumping. And then you, you are not smiling. But you see, even when you are not smiling, you have to keep the faith and be in church. It's, a, it's an important quality every Christian must have and, and aim to develop. You can't say because they've told church so, you know, things have become a little funny. Why should things become a little funny? Nothing should become funny. Nothing should become funny because you still have a Bible. Don't you have a Bible? Don't you have a heart that you believe in the Bible? Don't you have a head that you can think about the words of the Bible? Yes. You don't need a church hall. You don't need a church hall to be a Christian at all. And we are even blessed. We are even blessed to have three services every week. Sundays, four, actually four. Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Tuesday morning. What's the other day? Friday. Friday morning. Four services. You have four cool services. Cool se- you have four services with, I mean, powerful revelations and teachings. By the time you finish prayer meetings on Tuesdays, like you've been to, it's like you've been for five services. Because that's five hours of praying and sharing, revelations and prayer. So you, 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 we, have to be, we have to be stronger. By now we should be stronger. We should be stronger. And determined to serve God. James, was the last one James? James chapter what? James chapter one. Let's start from verse one. Okay. It feels cold today, isn't it? So it's not just me. It's yeah. <laughs> this letter is from James, a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am writing to the twelve tribes, Jewish believers scattered abroad. Greetings. Verse two. Dear brothers and sisters. When troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Hey, hey, it's it's like a very hard saying, isn't it? It's not it's not when your birthday comes or your wedding anniversary or it's when troubles come, when troubles come, consider it an opportunity, an opportunity for great joy. I mean, can you imagine that? When troubles, not when, not when weddings. Or oh, a beloved. Hey! Not when your beloved goes on his knees and proposes and you pretend. You pretend as if you are surprised. No, you've been in a relationship for four years. 
for four years you've been in a relationship he proposes to you and then you are holding your nose and jumping at Trafalgar Square that you are shocked oh my god oh my god My greatest shock was when I saw a lady doing that when she had a wedding date. She's finished, she's finished six months of marriage counseling, fixed a wedding date. All of us have got invited. Then about a week to the wedding, a week or two weeks to the wedding, they went somewhere to go and do that thing. And she was standing there. Ah. Up to today, she's not been able to answer me because every time I say, I keep asking that question. That why did you why did you do that? What's the plan? You finish six months of marriage counseling. Do you understand six months? From January till June, you've been doing marriage counseling. You finished it. Set wedding date, families, everything involved. And then a week or two to the wedding day, you go to somewhere. I can't even remember where they were. They were somewhere, somewhere in town. He goes, he says, brings her there. She goes, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, why? <laughs> so I'm not, that's not the Bible. Is. The Bible is just saying that count it joy, consider it a project for great joy when uh, you receive a proposal. Say, when troubles come your way, I don't know why we have ever thought or why a Christian would ever think that there will be no troubles. There will be troubles. There will be troubles. There will be troubles. There will be troubles. And there are troubles. How many of you have seen troubles before? That's what I'm asking. How many of you have seen troubles? Yes. Yes. The fact that you're a Christian doesn't mean that you've been exempted from troubles. There will be troubles. There will be troubles. There will be difficult times. There will be. When you see someone as a Christian for years or whatever, does it mean that he hasn't seen trouble? In fact, it actually means that he's seen more problems. More problems and more troubles. I think the screen is spoiled. Yes. Um, so, from today, learn that there are troubles. So long as you are here on earth, there are troubles and there will be troubles. And the fact that you speak in tongues doesn't mean that there won't be troubles. Yes, learn that. Have you, have you learned it? Have you learned it? Have you accepted it? That seeing troubles doesn't mean that God is not with you. I mean, have you, have you not read Psalm 23? After he talked, the Lord is my shepherd. This anoint my head with oil, goodness and mercies. Everything. He shouted and said, yay! Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? It's all in the package. It's all in the package. It's all in the package. As you're enjoying fresh oil, fresh anointing, goodness, mercy, green pastures, still waters. Part of it is valleys. There'll be valleys. There'll be valleys and there'll be shadows of evil. Shadows. Shadows. It's like, it's like the path that has been cut out for the pastor. So, so you, see, you, you always, that's how, that's how you always can tell the weak from the strong. How do you know that someone is strong? Unless there's opposition. 
That's a supposition. You can't tell how, whether you are strong or not. When you see your position, you see somebody surviving. And then you see someone buckling out, buckling down, giving up. Then you know, no, this person is not as strong as this one. It doesn't mean that this one has seen the problem that this one hasn't seen. It just means that the one that is giving in and giving up is weaker than the one that is continuing. But as for the problems, they are the same. If you say they are not the same, they have the same strength. They have the same strength, the same strength. Because what will be a challenge for you today will not be a challenge for you. Today, you, your problem will be a beloved. It's not my, it's not my problem. It's not, it's not my problem. I don't have a beloved problem. When I wake up in the, when I wake up in the morning, I don't pray for a beloved. The last time I prayed about beloved was in the 80s. You were not born. You were not born. That was the last time I prayed about beloved. That will be done. Oh God. Oh God. Beloved. Oh God. Oh God. Is it your will? Oh God. Your peace. It was in the 80s. It's not, my, it's not one of my problems. It's not one of my temptations and my tests. But beloved. Beloved who? Beloved what? Beloved where? Yes. But it doesn't mean that I've been exempted from problems. I have other problems that you also don't have. But you are coming there. <laughs> well, you are coming there. Yeah, other problems, they'll be there. What you do, what you do, what you do, what you do. What you do? The answer is endurance. When it comes, you endure. You endure. What you do? It will come. If it comes, what will you do? When it comes, endurance. You endure. That's the answer. What you do? Endurance. Endurance. You stay. Stamina. Strength. Perseverance. So verse 3 says that. Verse 3 says that. For you know that when your faith is tested... Oh, beautiful. This is such a beautiful verse. I feel like giving the verse a hug. (laughs) It's so so nice. (laughs) For you know that when your faith is tested, not when your finances is tested. It's that when your faith is tested, your faith, look, be it known unto you that nothing is at stake in a Christian's life other than his faith. Will you stop going to church? Will you stop believing? Will you stop believing the word of God? Will you turn your back on the word of God? Will you say the word of God is not true? Will you say the word of God is not necessary? Will you say there's no heaven? Will you say there's no hell? Will you say there's nothing to do so that you get to heaven? Your faith, everything that you believe in are the things that will be tested. Everything. Everything that you say you believe in. Yes. So when, when, you read, when you read the Bible, when you read the Bible, read it properly. Because when, for, for you know that when your faith is tested, when your faith is tested, so you, you should know what is being tested. That is not your finances. You can't save it because you don't have money. Unbelievers also don't have money. They also get broke. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Ah. What are you saying? What are you talking about? Oh. 
that are going deep into the corner there. They can also choose upstairs. So if you choose upstairs, I'll see you clearly and you'll see me better. Okay? So in case you're in an obscure angle, you can't see me, I'll advise you. Because if you can't see me, it means I can't see you. I'll advise you that make yourself comfortable. The ch- this one, the church is for us. When you say it's for us, it's really for us. Okay. Yes. Yes, yeah, make yourselves comfortable there. So, yeah, yeah. I can see you and you can see me. Can you see me? It means I can see you too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It says that for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So next time you see your faith being tested, just as a that thing that you need to have, you be saved. It's being developed. It's growing in you. It's growing in you. It's growing in you. Let me tell you a couple of things today. Today I have a, I have a couple of things to tell you. Hmm. First, let me give you. Let me give you some steps. Because I'm not, I'm not sure of next week. So I want to load you a bit today. Are you ready to be loaded? Yes. I want to give you a bit. I want to give you a bit of overdose. Yes. Okay. Sometimes you see that you need to be reminded of some things. So you can move on. You see, this, seasons like this is when you should be advancing in your Christianity. You have to advance more. You have to do more things. Those who want to go on missions, this is a time to pack your bag and say, I'm going. Because people are traveling. People are traveling. People are doing, they are doing what they have to do. It's your time you have to say, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going. So, 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 what, what, what should I do? I'm going. Souls must be saved. Work must be done. Pack your bag, carry yourself and advance. It's not a time to sleep and to wait for something else to, to become anything. The time you, we continue, God, we are still living. Are you not living? We are living. So let me show you a couple of steps in achieving endurance. Number one, number one, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 27. What does the King James say? Yes, King James. I think I prefer King James for this one. It says that, by faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. He endured. In other words, he survived. He survived because he kept his eyes on the unseen. So in developing endurance, keep your eyes on the unseen. Not what you see. Not the, not the troubles you see today, but the joy that will come after. Doesn't wow. the psalmist say that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. As long as you, you, you put your eyes and you fix your eyes on the unseen, that is the thing that is not happening now, you develop endurance through the difficult, dark moments. Because your eyes are on what you can't see. And then also, and then also, the unseen is actually, is also the spiritual world. 
So you, you have more faith in God and the word of God and the power of God and what God can do. So switch, switch to God. Believe in God. Trust in God. Even when it looks as if things are coming to an end, there is a God. There is a God. There is a God that will lift you up. And there is a God that will help you. And there is a God whose power surpasses everything that you are experiencing now. It's God. It's God. Don't have too much faith in current things and in physical things. He forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. Who are you afraid of? Who are you, who are you afraid of? Who is greater than God? Who is bigger than God? <laughs> For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. You know, sometimes when we are making decisions, we only consider current things and all things that we see. So we work with the physical things and the natural things. And then we start asking ourselves, what if, what if this, what if this, especially when you see, when you see a lady, you know a lady, you know what a lady is. Yes, you know a lady. Do you know a lady? Yes. When you see a lady, a lady and an unbeliever is interested in her. It's one, it's, one, it's one of the most difficult tests for young girls. One of the most difficult tests. I've never thought it's an easy, if I've ever thought it's an easy, maybe I was younger. But it's one of the most difficult tests for them to meet an unbeliever. An unbeliever who hasn't shown that Satan is his father yet. Because when he's around, he'll be all nice and sweet Cute and cuddly, smooth. No, no, he doesn't quote the Lord is my shepherd. He's just, he's just, he's just nice. And who doesn't like a nice guy? Tell me, if you're here, you don't like a nice guy, tell me. <laughs> nice guys are nice. By your faith. That's why it's saying that by faith. He did it by faith. He did it by faith. Never forget what you believe in. Never forget who you are. Never forget your Christian faith. Because you can only overcome and come through difficult things by your faith, by what you believe in. It's your faith that will put your eyes on the invisible. It is your faith. It's your faith that will prevent you from compromising, from saying that, oh, it doesn't matter. Because you can get to the point where you start, ex- you see, you can explain things away intelligently. And especially when you cut off people that you think they will say what you think you know. I mean, if you have been there before, you said, oh, no, these pastors and shepherds, when they can, this is what they'll say, they'll quote this verse, they'll quote this one. I mean, if you have been there before. Yes. One brother, one brother trying to uh, backslide uh, something. He was trying to backslide. Do you know what he said in his difficult time? Because some pastors went to visit him. I was surprised. I was so surprised that I started laughing. He said, he said, and when they came, when they came, they only came to preach to me. So you see, I started asking myself the question that if you're a Christian, 
if you're a Christian and I'm a Christian and you're in trouble and I come to see you, what should I talk about? What should I talk about? You are a Christian. I am a Christian. And I have come and you are in trouble. You are in trouble and you are in difficulty. I mean real difficulty. Real difficulty. You are really struggling. You are, I mean things are low. Things are bad. You are confused. And I come and visit you. What should I come? What should I when I come? What should I quote? Can you see? Can you see how bizarre it sounds today? Because you see, because you are sober and you don't have any problems. Okay. That, that's, that's why it will sound bizarre that somebody is saying that. And when they came, these are his words. And when they came, they came to preach. He said, Everybody I tell my problem to, they only preach to me. And I'm wondering, preaching is the word of so what do you need to encourage you? So you see, this is someone whose fundamental problem is that he has thrown his faith out of the window. Yes, that's why it's difficult. For, because what should we do? What should we do? Well, you are in trouble. You are in trouble. You are a Christian. Are you a Christian? Yes. You are a Christian. I am a Christian. Yes. And I've come to you to encourage you. What should I use to encourage you? What song should I sing? What song should I sing? What song should I sing? Whose words should I quote? I should quote Winston Churchill. Hey. Tony Blair. Hey. I should tell you Bill Clinton said this. Hey. Obama. I should, I should quote Obama. Yes. I mean what? I mean, you see, but it sounds absurd. When you are sober. That's why you have to remember that to endure and to survive your faith, you must not throw it out because that is where you see the invisible. That's where you see the invisible. That's where you see the invisible. Just say they came, they came to preach to me. What should they do? They came to preach to me and then they left me a Christian book. They said I should read a Christian book. What should you do? What, you, what do, you, do you want to read Cinderella? Do you want to read Cinderella? And, uh, uh, which, which, story, which story is it that the, the, the princess had to kiss uh, the frog? What? The princess and the frog. Yes. Should they recommend the princess and the frog to you? That when they go, go and look for a toad and kiss the toad so that you'll be okay. He said they preached and they recommended a Christian book. A very, very good Christian book. That read this book. He doesn't like it. No, hear what I'm saying, oh, and apply it to yourself in the day of trouble. That in the day of trouble, what you need is your faith and the word of God. No stories, no stories and ideas and reasoning. There's no, there's no, there's no, um, um, what's the name of those people that are recommended by officers? I mean, officers, you recommend them for counseling. Therapists, this kind of eh? psychologists. I like go and sit somewhere. They go and sit somewhere. They, when you go, then you sit in the, in the chair. You sit in the chair, the couch, and then you sit back, relax, and then they start talking. No, on a more serious note, on a more serious note, sometimes after we are born again, we are not so divorced from the world that we we still believe in those things. And we feel in the church, in time of trouble, we should put you in the couch and tell you, sit back, give you a cup of tea. And then we tell you that 
Tell me about your life story. Tell me about your life. Tell me what you've been through. What's going through? Breathe. Breathe. That's just talking. Breathe. Breathe. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Breathe. No, 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 no. Here, here, we believe in the word of God. We believe in the word of God. We use the word of God. We believe in the word. We use the word. Yeah. Believe in the word. We use the word. No matter what is happening to us, we will find the solution in the B-I-B-L-E. We'll find the solution there. There are no frogs to kiss here. We don't kiss frogs. Until they breathe. Tell me. Tell me about your mom. Tell me about the relationship between you and your mom. Tell me about the relationship between your mom. Well, mommy, I remember when I was eight, daddy left us. It was such a very difficult time. Mommy was so hard up. She had to do this and that. And how did you feel? One of mommy's boyfriends really abused me. (laughs) No, 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 wait. Tell me, tell me that part. And what happened? What happened? I can't, I can't anymore. No, relax. And let it out. Get it off your chest. These are the recommendations that people would like us to make. Why would you, why would you, why would you complain about preaching? What is wrong with preaching? By faith, he forsook Egypt. Not fearing the wrath of the king. (laughs) For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. You have to see the invisible. Believe in the invisible. Look at another verse. Hmm. Hmm. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 17 says that for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Do you understand affliction? In other words, I feel that it's not, it's not nice or it's not fair to say to someone that your affliction is light. But the Bible says, for your light affliction. That's what the Bible says. Because when you compare it to what the result of it, it's actually light. That's why I keep jokingly saying, jokingly and saying to you that if Daniel gets you in heaven, he'll really laugh at you. Daniel. Daniel. Daniel was the one in the lion's den. The closest you've come to, because you've come to a lion was on a safari or at a zoo. And you're in the car, you're so far, you're so far from the lion. He was thrown into a lion's and with hungry lions. And all the lions were lying there looking at him like that. And still he said, you're saying that he won't change his mind about his God. You, because of a cup of tea or because of shawarma, or noodles. <laughs> or someone's aftershave. Your faith is about to go out of the window. That's why I'm saying that, you know, Daniel, eh? Daniel, and then Shadrach, 
Meshach. I don't know how they will come together. <laughs> but it feels, it feels as if, I don't know, I don't know what it means. It feels as if they would like to wait for you at, at, at the gates. When they hear that you are coming, that you are changing, say, hey! They'll say, hey! That guy has come today. <laughs> then you will see Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they'll be coming. They say, you, they say you, were singing, you were singing our names as if it was just a song. We were real human beings in real situations. You were just singing our names. You were just singing our names. I'm Daniel in the lion's den. You are no Danny in old lion den. <laughs> for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, can you see that? But are, the th- are, but are the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The things which are seen, under translation says that the things which are seen are fleeting. Fleeting, it's temporal, it just passes. So fix your eyes on the unseen. My next step I want to give to you very quickly. Are you understanding the things that are not seen? And the invisible. The invisible. Man, I'm encouraged. Hmm. Number three, do not, gi- do not give up even if you fall. Let me tell you something else. Don't tell anybody that I told you. Don't tell anybody, okay? Let me tell you something. Christians, Christians fall. Yes, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Most people, if not everybody, has fallen before. Don't tell anybody I told you. But let me ask you, how many of you have fallen before? Not, not like tripped and fall. I mean fall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like falling into sin, falling into sin. Upstairs, upstairs. I only say, how many have fallen before? Yes. Downstairs, how many of you have fallen before? Put your hands down quickly. Yes. Don't tell anybody. So when you fall, don't stay down. In case you didn't see, the person sitting next to you lifted up their hands. And the person behind you lifted up their hands. And the person in front of you lifted up their hands. And you yourself lifted up your hand. So when you fall, don't stay down. Yeah. Don't stay down. It's not, it's not, it's not a place for you. And it's not, <laughs> it's also not an unusual experience. Because Satan would like to tell Christians that now you don't belong anymore. I think one of the leading causes of backsliding, yes, I want to say backsliding is like, I've left the church, I don't pray anymore, I'm not serious anymore. One of the leading causes is sin. When people fall into sin, then Satan tells that it's over for you. It's over for you. It's over for you. 
That's why they start saying, oh, have you seen these church people? They'll never accept you. They'll criticize you. They'll say this. They'll do this. They'll do da-da-da. And they start giving you ideas. They start, start helping you to hate the church and to hate your friends. Things they haven't said, you start imagining that they have said it. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Yes. They say, yeah, this is a, nobody, has, nobody has said anything. Nobody has even chased you out of the church. We don't even know why you stopped coming. We don't even know why. We're just saying you stopped coming. It's all coming. You stop responding to our messages. You checked out of all the threats. You just left. I mean, why? <laughs> Who has sacked you? Who is chasing you? Next time, next time you find yourself in trouble and all these things start occurring to you, remember, remember that everybody, everybody has been there before. Everybody has it. Everybody. So for endurance, just don't stay on the ground. Don't stay down. When you fall, get up. Don't give up even when you fall. You want scriptures, isn't it? Psalm 37. Psalm 37. Wow. Psalm 37 and verse 23. It says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, but he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, though he does what? He fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Yes. Though he fall. Though he fall. How many of you have fallen before? Uh huh. Though he fall. <laughs> he shall not be at it's like it's not the end. It's not the end. You know how sometimes you are watching a movie, you are watching a movie, and you hope something happens, you hope this is not the end of the movie. And then suddenly it's like it is the end. And you're like, man. So he died. I mean, he shouldn't have died. This is not the person to have died. And then you wish the movie is not ending. That is what, listen to me, that is what the Bible is saying to you today. That when you fall, it's not the end of the movie of your life. No, 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 no. It's not the end. It's not the end. It's not the end. It's not the end. Have you watched, have you watched this movie, Terminator? <laughs> have you seen that, that guy, you shoot him, everything, melt him. Everything. Melt him. Yes. And then suddenly he starts forming again. Yes. <laughs> and then he forms. And then you, I, I mean, it's like, the guy is so annoying. It's like, why won't you die? Just die. You've been killed. You've been shot. You've been melted. I mean, melted in fire. He's, ten, he's turned into liquid. And then you see the liquid. Like, the liquid is forming into a hand. And then the body, then he just gets up. 
that he just gets up and he won't walk, then he starts running. <laughs> you will get up when you fall. <laughs> up. Next time you find yourself down, remember Psalm 37. And say, oh, though I fall, I am not utterly cast down. What does NLT say? Though they stumble, they will never fall. No, it's not it. <laughs> Look, we like our King James. We like our King James. Let's look at another verse. Let's look at another verse. No, but it's also, it's a, it's a nice to answer because what it's perhaps saying is that even times that you think you have fallen, you've just stumbled. It's that like you've just tripped, but you won't fall. You know, sometimes you trip, so it's like, uh-huh. So he said, though you stumble, you will not fall. So it's like you've tripped, but you feel like you are out. But the scripture is explaining to you that no, you are not, you are not down. You are not down. You've tripped. You are like all over the place. But you won't fall. Amen. Yes. Do you like, we like NLT. We like it. Yes. You're like, when you stumble, you will, never, you will not fall. For the Lord holds them by the hand. God is holding you. God is holding you. Even in your mistakes. God is holding you. Even in COVID season, God is holding you. He's holding your hand. He's holding your hand. If you are struggling, you are struggling to wake up to pray. You pray a bit, then you fall asleep. Then you wake up, then you fall asleep. God is holding your hand. Yes. He's keeping you. Proverbs 24. Proverbs 24. I mean, if, I mean, if you are developing endurance, Proverbs 24, verse 16. Look at verse 16. It says that for a just man, not a wicked man, not an unbeliever, not a sinner, say a just man falleth seven times. <laughs> That's why I ask all of you have you fallen before? For the seven times and riseth up again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. So, falling is not the end of your story, it's not the end of your life. When you find yourself down, get up. Get up. The Bible says he falleth seven times, seven times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven times. I don't know what it means. Seven times. But he rises again. You will rise again. <laughs> number three. Is it number three or number four? Three. Okay. Three, right? Okay. The third thing. So the first one was what? What's number one? Keep your eyes on the unseen. Two was what? 
Do not give up when you fall. Even if you fall, don't give up. Don't give up. And then three is what? Remember the prize-giving day. Remember the prize-giving day. Remember there's a prize-giving day. Revelation 3, 11. Is it any time you remember the prize you want to finish? Anytime you think about the prize you want to finish and you would want to finish well. Remind you, I'd like to show you a video of endurance. A very short, a very short clip. A very short clip. I'll show it to you at the point. Okay. It says that behold, Revelation 3, let's say, behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Will you allow a man to take your crown? Will you allow anyone to take your crown? Hold fast that which you have so that nobody takes your crown. Don't give your crown away. Don't lose your crown. Don't lose your crown. Because there are entities and people and agents that would like to snatch your crown away from you. Don't lose your crown. How? Hold fast that which hold fast which thou hast. Hold fast to what you have. What does NLT say? Should we try NLT? I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one would take away your crown. What you, ha- what, you ha- what you have now is your faith. Your faith in God. Your faith in the word of God. Your faith in the teachings of the word of God. Your faith in prayer. Your faith in giving. Your faith in sacrificing. Your faith in living. Your faith in living for Jesus. Living for Jesus. The whole world you hate for you are standing for Jesus. That's where your faith. Hold fast to that thing. So no one takes your crown. If you stop what you are doing, you are losing your crowns. So remember the prize giving day. First Corinthians chapter 9 and verse number 25. Wow. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, a crown, but we an incorruptible. Wow. Second Timothy chapter four, verse seven. It says, I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Now in both passages, he's telling us, look, there's a crown waiting for us. 
That's why you see the second one is actually saying that I have fought a good fight. I have, I have finished my course and I have kept the faith. Look, at the end of everything, you have to keep your faith. Not keep, not keep your membership in the church. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Say, I have kept the faith. Henceforth, because I've achieved these three things, now there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give. So you see, anything that happens in this journey of life and changes your plan of finishing your race, finishing your course, fighting a good fight, is trying to deny you of your crown. So you remember prize-giving day. You have to remember that there's a day. There's going to be a day. There's going to be a day. Am I going to sacrifice everything that I have fought for, everything that I have built? Several of you, you have crowns in heaven already. You have crowns in heaven. You have crowns in heaven. The last, if I, I take you through different types of crowns, the last temptation you overcame, you got a crown. There are crowns for temptations. There are crowns for temptations. There are crowns for shepherding. When you overcome a temptation, a crown is, is set there. Hey. Man. Can you picture the amount of crowns on your head when you get to heaven? Yeah. I don't know how you carry it. I don't know how you balance it. I don't know that you have to wear it or you have to keep it. I don't know. I don't know what we are going to do. But there are crowns. There are crowns. When you meet the problem, you meet the issue, you meet the temptation, just remember the crown. Amen. Oh, there's also, in addition to this, there's a crown. This thing that I'm, I'm staring at, there's a crown for it. If I give up now, I lose my crown. Don't lose your crown. Don't, don't, are you not interested in heaven and what will happen there? Or you're inter- you interested on earth and the pleasures here? Is my video ready? Okay. I want to show you a video. A short clip. I want want you to see it. Let it roll. I want to show you Christianity. Christianity and endurance. Yes. No sound. Yes. Watch carefully. Are you watching? Yes. This is a Christian. He's been running nicely. Now look. This is what happens. Sometimes when you look at others, you feel like giving up, isn't it? It's like they've gone. But the race is not for the swift. Yes. Be determined to finish your race. Be very, very, very determined. You keep watching. is trying to come and help you too. Others are opposing. <laughs> That's his father, you know. That's his dad. Yes. Yeah. No, no, this is the faith. You, you, must, you must finish it anyway, anyhow. You must finish it. Is it this a demon? Oh, yes. <laughs> of the demon (laughs) 
another one too. finish you've got to finish are you watching you've got to finish no matter what happens no matter what it takes you've got to finish and there's always a hand that is keeping you you've got to finish yeah. don't you want to watch it again show it again show it again bring it again bring it on again and watch it quietly. Can you see there? Can you see him there? Can you see him there? He's really running. Though the righteous fall seven times, he will rise again. Yes. It's as if it's over for him. He stopped the sin. He stopped the fornicating and the problems. He's continuing. Can you see? Because <laughs> the Lord is coming to his aid. Sometimes you don't know the help that you have, but there's help. Somebody is praying for you. Somebody is praying for you. Somebody is praying for you. See, all this what they are trying to tell him that maybe he should rest, he should lie down. They'll take him off on a stretcher. So I don't finish your race. Don't finish. There are demons that are always trying to stop you. You got another one. Another principality has come. <laughs> this is why it was very easy to cast him out. finishing he's getting to the end he's finishing and he finished it's even called the unforgettable marathon finish he finished you will finish your race i said you will finish your race no matter what it takes no matter how you finish you will finish it he, fin- he finished limping you see, in the, in the, in the Christian faith, you see, time doesn't matter. Yeah. At this point, what, how many seconds he used to finish didn't matter anymore. What mattered was, did he finish or not? Did he finish or not? That's the passage we just read. He said, I have finished my course and I have kept the faith. I have finished and I have kept the faith. Endurance will take you to the finishing line. Wow. 
you will finish. Everything you've started, you will finish. God will help you. And did you see how his dad came to help him? Angels are descending into your life to help you finish. God is watching you. I'm telling you, God is watching. God is watching. Can you see that? As soon as he stood up to finish, help arrived. And the demons came to interrupt. But the help was stronger than the demons. He didn't even see them. The help that came, they said, May every devil be driven away and out of your life. That you will finish this beautiful race that God has called you into. Stand to your feet and let's pray for ourselves. I I changed my mind about part two. I'll save that for next week. Yes, I had part two that I was going to give to you today. So, take this one and chew on it. And remember this video. How many of you could relate with it? That's how it is. At a point in the faith, you look, you look like you're limping. Like you're limping. You look helpless. You need help. As soon as you watch others go, you have to remember the scriptures and have faith in that the race is not for the swift. The race is not about how fast, how fast you finish, how fast you got there, who you overtook on the way. That is not what it's about. That's what it's about. Everybody has their race. Everybody has their race. As I'm standing here, I have my own race. I have my own race. If you stop running, I'll still run. I'll still run. I had a group, I had a group that I used to meet in First Love, early days. I used to tell them all the time. I'm sure they were not listening. They didn't hear. I used to tell them all the time. I said, if you like backslide, I'll be here. I used to tell them all the time. I said, if you like backslide, even if you like, leave the church. I'll use. I said, when you leave there, watch me. Watch me. Watch and see if I'll stop. Watch and see if I'll change my mind. Watch and see if I'll do anything. I said, if you watch and see if I'll follow you. I said, if you like, stand. I used to tell them all this. I said, if you like, even stand, you will see, you will see my back that I'm moving on. I used to tell them all the time. I'm sure they felt I'm some zealous, zealous guy who likes talking. So I used to tell them all the time. I said, if you like, stop and watch. I'll run my race. I have my race to run. You also have to run your race. Sometimes it's very funny when you see backsliding people. Feel as if, as if what they are doing is against the church or will affect the church. Hey, and God has said, I'll build my church. God has said, I'll build my church. It was a Wednesday afternoon that I came into this hall that we've just purchased this place in 2003. The Wednesday afternoon I came here. And I felt that, you see, every time I tell you, I always remember how I felt because I felt as if the Lord was rebuking me. So I felt like, ah, what have I done? What, what have I done? Because I was walking, I was somewhere here, right in the middle. I was walking, I don't even know what I was doing in the hall. I was all alone in this place. There was nobody here. He started talking to me. He said, have you seen this place? I said, yes, please. He said, can you see that you did not build it? It's not for you. You were not, you were not. He said, number one, you were not the people that I gave the wisdom to, to build such a place. I said, yes, please. Then he said, if you like, you too, 
joke with it, I will replace you. He said, can you see? He said, can you see? Before I go there, he said, can you see that you are a replacement of a certain group of people? You, are, you have replaced them. You are not the original pastor, the person to be pastoring in this hall. There was somebody. It was built for some, meant for somebody. But they turned their back on God. He said, they turned, he said, they turned their back on him. And I've brought you in to replace them. Then he said, it was right out somewhere here, just around this point. He said, if you like, you to joke with it, you will be replaced. God, he'll build his church. If I play with him and think that you are the last born, you are the last born of singers, you see that they are singers. Last, you think you are the last born of preachers. You see that they are preachers. You said there are people on fire for God. What you started making excuses and stories for this, developing attitudes and ways and ideas and you see, you see that there are, people, there, are people, there are people who have zeal. They love God. They really love God. No matter what they are going through, they are still there for God. They really like God. They really enjoy God. If I joke with it, if I joke and not run your race and finish your race, you see that there are people who are like you five years ago when you had zeal and passion. You see, there are people like that. They will replace you just like that. It's like a beloved that you say you don't like, you're complaining. If you like, leave him and see. Somebody, you say somebody really likes. Hey! Someone will worship him by day and by night. As you have prepared a catalog of complaints because of familiarity. If you like, leave and see. Instead of being happy and celebrate that you've also got a blessing, you're complaining. <laughs> Right there, I'll stand there. If you like, those are the if you like jokers, you also be replaced. So I'll build my church. God is building his thing. He has something that he's doing. It's such a huge privilege to be included and to be added. To do something little for him. To do something little for him. It's not a problem. It's a privilege. It's a blessing. It's not, it's not as if if you're not in the faith, you will not have some problems. When is summer? When is when is summer? Is it just Christians that feel hot? No. And when is winter? Is it just Christians that feel cold? We all here. We feel what is happening. It's a privilege to work for God in the midst of the elements and everything that goes on. Everything that goes on. We don't say we don't serve God because when it's winter we are warm. And so when you feel when you feel cold, it's like God. Why am I feeling cold? You're feeling cold because it's cold. Come on. Don't, why, why is there COVID? You, there's COVID because there's COVID on earth. That's it. it doesn't mean that there's no God or we can't serve God anymore. There's some things I'm not working. Just ask God why, why, me, why, 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 why. I mean, which one do you feel, cold or hot? Which one? So it's hot. Now it's hot. God, can it be, can it be cooler? Or when it's summer, when it's summer, Christians, Christians should have spring. There's something like that. There's something like that. We live. We live like any other person. We live and we live through. I tell you, that boy, as he finished, be, de- be that determined to finish. Be that determined to finish. Even if you are left with one leg, be that determined to finish your race. Don't joke with him. Don't joke with him. 
Don't joke with him at all. Oh, those, those my old friends. It's like a trumpet that was always blowing. Because some of them felt they were like sly, clever, doing this. I should tell them, you play the fool. I said, watch me. Watch me. I'll be going on. I'll be going. I said, I'll be going. I'll be moving on. I'll be moving on. Because I have a race to run. You'll be playing, you be playing the fool. You've got God, you're playing the fool. You've got a chance to serve God, to work for God. You're behaving as if you are the last born of men. It's like after you, there's nobody else. Oh. Endurance is coming. Strength is coming. Perseverance is coming. Courage, stamina is coming to finish. To always be there. To always be there and to say thank you to God for a privilege and opportunity. All the time. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity. Close your eyes and lift up your two hands and thank God for the opportunity to know him. To know him. And to be in his house and to be in his presence. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. That you will not say it's only preaching. It's only the word of God. Endurance, I tell you. Pray. Pray to Him. Faith in God. Trust in God. Confidence in God. Hope in God. strength. Ask him for grace. Ask him for that ability to finish your course. To finish your fight. To finish your race. To keep the faith. Ah. Palimo, Palimo, Padeste, Padeste, Padeste. Pray for that grace to rise up where you have fallen, to rise up. It's not over for you. It's not over for you. That's not the end of your story. Greatness is in you. Greatness is in you. Greatness is in you. Greatness is in you. You can be great. You can be great. You will be great. You can make it. You will make it. Makapata shapatala bahaya. Makapata labashi bakataya. Papa di bakala bashi balaba dabalaba kabala bado balaba di bakapala badaba kabala bataba. Mavanda laba di bakapala bataba shanda. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you.
thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your help. Thank you for the help of the Holy Spirit. Strengthen us, Lord. Let the rain of the Spirit come on us, Lord. Give us convictions. Give us understanding. Give us strength, Lord. To rise again. To finish, Lord. Let there be stamina. Let there be endurance. Let there be understanding, Lord. To advance and to do well, O God. Thank you, O God, that no man shall take our crown. No spirit shall take our crown. No wicked spirit shall take our crowns from us, Lord. And we will finish, Lord. Our eyes are on the crowns, O God. Our eyes are on the crowns, O God. Help us to collect those crowns, O God. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your help. In Jesus' name, amen. Because of the season, so we can't pray for a long time and we can't lay hands on people, but I believe that God has touched your life. Yes, God has touched. You will finish well. You do well. I'm telling you. You are not, you are not, you are not alive by chance. God has a plan for you and a purpose for you. And you will make it. You'll make it. And every test, every test that you are going through, I pray for grace for you to survive. So you will survive. You will not you will not trade your faith for fleeting experiences and fleeting things. You know, you know, this earth and life, it will end like yesterday ended. It will end like yesterday ended. When we get to heaven, to know how long we have lived, lived when you get there, you, you will see that today all the experiences on earth was like yesterday. You said it's nothing. That is when you discover that no, I shouldn't have given in for this. I should have, been, I should have endured. Because it would be like yesterday. I'm standing here telling you stories about 2003. I can tell you stories about 1993. And I can tell you stories about 1983. I can even try to tell you stories about 1973. Yes. 1972, there was a coup in Ghana. The government was overthrown. So I remember 1992. It's like yesterday. It's like yesterday. I remember the news. The news came on that the government has been overthrown. Have you seen the lady who, who does uh, Healing Jesus, Akusia Busia? Yes, her dad was the prime minister then. So it was a dad who was overthrown. You've seen that lady, isn't it? Yes. Her dad was the prime minister then. So she's a daughter of a prime minister of Ghana. Yes. I remember 1972, 13th January. Wow. Wow. I can remember. How much more we get to heaven? You see that everything is like yesterday. So what you are going through now that feels like a week, a month, a year. It's like it's difficult. Look, it will be like yesterday. It will just end. It's like yesterday. And it's like, why didn't I wait? I could have waited. I mean, why couldn't I wait? Have you fasted and, and you, you broke the fast accidentally before? Or maybe not accidentally, under pressure, you feel you couldn't continue. Yes. And then right after that, how did you feel? 
I could have continued. I could have continued. I mean, why, why did I do this? Why did I do this? Why, why did I do this? Why did I do this? Yes. I heard of a brother who was fasting for 40 days. 40 days. He was doing, he was doing dry fasting himself, not in the church or anything. Just by himself, fasting and praying. And he got to the 39th day. 39th day. One more day to go. One more day to go. He said he couldn't anymore. He said now he's dying. He's dying. He couldn't. And I think he went and had a snack or something like that. And right after, you can imagine, the demons started jumping. It's like, we've got you. You have failed. You're a failure. It's not something you can even say that I'm going to do it again. You're going to start from day one. No. I don't think he's ever tried it again but I'm explaining to you that the way the earth is in life you shouldn't pay too much attention to struggles and difficulties and troubles you shouldn't pay too much it shouldn't have too much of your attention you should keep pressing on serving God pressing on where? pressing on serving God serving God serving God Serving God. And you should always have time for God. Yes. Pressing on serving God. Working for God. Doing God things. Doing God things. Doing God things. All the time. It must be your aim and your vision. What next can I do for God? What more can I do for him? What else is there to do for him? I have to do something for him. I have the calling. I have to answer the call. I have to answer the call. I have to work for God. I have to do this for God. All the time that's what has to be on your it has to be the main thing on your mind. Not a little feelings here and there. But I tell you tonight, you will finish. Yes, you will finish. Didn't that, that guy really encourage you? And his father, when his father came, when his father came, I said, man, this is how God, God is with us. He's with us. You just come like that. Just come. I say, the endurance and the perseverance attracts God. This person really wants to move on. Let me, let me get there. Let me get there and help him finish. God will show up. He will take you by the hand. Take you by the hand. And you finish. God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.